Hi, everyone. Welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel, and I'm back with another amazing story about New York City. But up first, a little announcement about our Rachel's Rex, because I am very excited about this. It just came to me. So I was sitting down this week, and I was trying to think of what my two Rachel's Rex would be. And don't worry, they're coming. We have some good ones. But I couldn't think of a second one. And then it got me thinking. The gears started turning. Why don't I check in with our listening audience and see what they want to hear? So I'm I'm very excited about this. I don't know how we haven't thought of it before. So every Friday in our stories, we're going to put up a question asking what you're looking for in New York City. So this could be anything from Thai restaurant, dive bar, contemporary art, where to buy good shoes at a decent price. I mean, really anything. I just want to recommend stuff in New York City to you. So every Friday, go to our Instagram stories, write up a question. And then every week in our new Rachel's Rex, one of them will be a listener's question. I don't know. I just think that's a great idea. I don't know why I didn't come up with it before. Be sure to look this Friday and then it'll be in next week's episode. Okay, on to our two Rachel's Recs for this week, the ones that I have chosen by myself. Number one is a little bit of a fake out and I apologize, but in the end, it's going to be worth it. So this weekend I saw the most wonderful dance performance piece at La Mama Experimental Theater Company. Now, unfortunately, this show, Betsy, uh, ended a few days ago. So I'm sorry you cannot see this, but it is a perfect opportunity to tell you about La Mama and to tell you that you should go see any show they're putting on because they're all wonderful. So if you've never been to La Mama Experimental Theater Company, it's down on East 4th Street. It has been there for, I don't know, decades. It's an institution. If you've never seen a show there and you're a New Yorker or you live here, you must go, go see a show at La Mama. Okay, number two, This has to go a bit in line with Thanksgiving week. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Number two is a bit of a tradition. So when I was younger, and I mean in my early 20s, and all of our friends lived in Brooklyn, and we didn't go home for Thanksgiving, every Thanksgiving Eve, we would all go to the gutter in Williamsburg and bowl. And basically, really, you were just there to drink and hang out with friends. But a lot of other people would bowl. And it was just a great tradition. And we did it all of the time. And we haven't done it in a while because now we're old and people have moved away. But it got me thinking it would be great to tell to the next generation. You know, how often are you going to go bowling if you're stuck in the city? It's something to do with all of your friends. And it was just such a great tradition. And I loved going to the gutter. Go get some drinks. Go do some bowling with your friends in Brooklyn. And then, you know, maybe wake up super late and go get a Thanksgiving dinner at a diner. Why not? You're here. Do something with it. Those are our Rachel's Recs for this week. I hope you go out and have some fun this Thanksgiving weekend. And don't forget to look on Friday in our stories and give us a question. I seriously would love to hear it and to think maybe someone could stump me. That would also be fun too. I'll kind of be into that. Okay, on to my guest this week. I'm so excited to have her. She is a model by day and an illustrator by night. You might know her from Instagram. Instagram as Jen Scribbles New York, where you can find all of her wonderful drawings of New York City. She sells a lot of these. Little plug, go to her Instagram if you need a holiday gift. Please welcome to the show, Jen Toth. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to meet you and talk with you, Rachel. (laughs) Thank you so much. I mean, that's so very nice of you to say. I feel honored to have you on the show and to talk with you about New York and Per usual, I sent you an email, you know, stalking your Instagram and loving all of the artwork you do. That is so heavily New York centric. And I asked you to be on the show and you said yes. 
You know what? It's so funny. You came the other direction because really most people probably would slide into my DMs, but you were like very thoughtful and like business oriented about it. And I got like a super professional email from you that I think I answered in five minutes on the train, by the way. So it was a very, it was a very New York memory. (laughs) I'm glad that I came off as professional. That's something I, I feel like I have a hard time doing most of the time, but most importantly, you read it on the subway. That to me is the ultimate signifier that this was great. And it was meant to be because it's a real New York moment. So I'm so excited to talk to you about, I mean, there's so many things we can talk about, but one of the things I would love to dive into is this Jen Scribbles NY. It seems to have sort of snowballed for for lack of a better word. And I think the real reason why, if you ask me, is just how incredibly well done all of your drawings are. They're just beautiful and lovely and just evoke this sense of New York. So how did it all start? Just give it to us. Okay. I thank you for the compliment. Also, I love hearing that because it is sometimes like, I literally don't know what I'm doing, but <laughs> Jen Scribbles kind of manifested during COVID. I was sitting in my apartment. I just got over a breakup. What am I going to do with my life? I was modeling. Nothing was happening. And I was like, I'm going to self-soothe. I'm going to draw. You live in a New York apartment and you're trying to like take out acrylics and paint and watercolors and then clean it all up after. And if there needs to be an easier way to do this. I bought the iPad, which seems to be a plug for Apple, but it has really opened up my creativity a thousand percent. Interesting. And then I was just sitting there ruminating and thinking about, I think I had like 17 girlfriends leave during the pandemic. Wow. I was heartbroken. Oh my God. I don't know what's going to go on with the city. All of my friends are leaving. There was a daily episode that featured prune, which I used to go to. And then the closing of prune. And I just was thinking about my favorite places And I just started illustrating my favorite places, my friend's favorite places. And I just put it on Instagram and that is the story of how Jen Scribbles (laughs) kind of got made. Super accidental. And I kind of did it because I love New York and I loved everything me and my friends shared in New York. And I think a lot of other people really like it too. I'm like, I'm starting to tear up. This is a theme of the show. I don't know. People say these things that are so sentimental and, I guess you you getting this fo- this you know following really speaks volumes to the work you're putting out. And so that's why people are coming along for the ride. But to go back to what you were saying is I don't know, I just love that. I think a lot of us felt like that and trapped inside and I too miss prune and loved prune and that was very hard and I think it might be coming back. I walked by recently and something was happening. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but it's exciting to hear that you know you experienced something that the rest of us did, but god damn it it worked out. Like something good came out of it and something creative and now all these people get all of your beautiful artwork and I just think it's a wonderful story and sort of like weirdly in line with that but maybe not because nothing came out of it. I was just thinking about when you were saying, I miss all these places. My husband and I during lockdown every Monday when we would make the bed. So we had something to look forward to on Mondays when we would make the bed, we would list out two or three restaurants or bars we wish we could visit. So like every week we'd be like, where would you go this week if you could go out to dinner? And um, it's actually like quite sad when you think about it now. But at the time it like gave us some sort of, if I ever get out of here, this is what I'm going to do. So I I don't know. I guess that's all to just say, I really understand that feeling. And I'm, I'm glad you found a creative outlet and something to do with it. Honestly, it's been one of the most rewarding feelings. And I'm hearing these stories of like why people want these things illustrated, whether it was the first date or they always went there on a Monday with their best friend or like they're going to be leaving New York. These are like the three restaurants they want to take with them in their apartment. And I'm not crying. You're crying. We're crying. It's 
I love that. I'm loving people, stories, places. I'm, it's hitting all those checks. So I'm so glad that you got into that. Something great came out of it, doing something creative. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask you a quick question before we move into the main questions mm-hmm. about some of this charity work that you do, which I really know nothing about. So I've aligned with a nonprofit called Keo, and we teach gender equality to children in economically challenged countries. Wow. So what we do is we teach girls first photography skills, and they're going to get competence and they're going to get leadership skills that they've never really acquired before and also kind of find their voice through using photography and the arts and then they in turn are going to be teaching the boys so it's the boys are going to see them in leadership positions kind of rare and it's kind of going to flip the narrative on what gender equality is and we're partnering with kids of Kathmandu. I love that I love that you know it's interesting to me it's so in a way mimics exactly what we were just speaking about is Mm. giving these girls a creative outlet and seeing what they can do with it I mean obviously probably that's the reason why you were drawn to it but I Mm -hmm. I love that it so mirrors your exact experience so we need everyone to check out Keo. And I love that you have all of these different avenues, whether they be creative or charity or modeling, which is just a whole other thing because you're absolutely <laughs> stunning not to be a weirdo. But let's get into our usual questions. Be weird. Yeah. Be weird. I love Why weird. <laughs> I love that you love New York so much. So it's a perfect way to go right into our questions. So let's get started. When did you move to New York? That's a good question because I'm so bad with time, but I know I've been here for over 15 years. I guess I'm going to answer kind of like the why I moved here too. I moved here, I was scouted when I was Ohio State and kind of in the same time, I met a guy who lived in New York. He was on tour in a band. I kind of knew I was going to be coming to New York and the scouting and then meeting the guy happened within the same month. And then I went to Italy after I got scouted and then I kind of came back, dropped myself in New York. It was me being scouted and also meeting like someone like really dope at the time. This is the story we've never had featured before on They Had Fun, which is being a model who is scouted to come and like be a part of the city. So that alone is so cool. But we're talking what, 2006-ish or something like that? Yeah, I want to say 2006. Right around there. So definitely like around 15 years for sure of being a New Yorker. Okay. And do you have like a vivid memory since the year is so faint? Do you have a vivid memory of landing here and like choosing an apartment and that whole thing? Or did you just kind of, or you (sighs) moved in with like a rock star or something? My first apartment, I loved it. It was in Park Slope. It was like a railroad apartment. (laughs) Oh my God. I shared it with my guy. He's like, now my ex, but it was us and four other guys. I think we paid $300 to like live in this park club apartment. It was hilarious. But I was like, I have arrived. And I remember, <laughs> you know what? Landing here as a model, kind of the first thing you're doing is like, you're going on these things like castings, which are auditions. And I remember I'd have these castings all day. I would, I would carry this book around with me and I would like zigzag the streets of New York and I would like write everything down. And I'd be like, oh, I like this shop. And I'd be like, oh, this is the street it's on. And I would just like keep zigging and zagging. If I could find that book now, I wish. Oh my gosh. And it also speaks so much of a time of when we didn't have iPhones constantly in our hands to be like, oh, I'm going to Google map this spot or I'm going to like save their Instagram or something that you literally had to put pen to paper to remember. I want to go back to that spot. Totally. It was such a fun just kind of like writing, journaling. I would like sit in front of Balthazar before I really knew what Balthazar was. And I would just people watch. It was, it was epic just seeing people on the street. I want to hear more about a a little bit, if you, if you care to talk about it, this apartment that you shared with four dudes, why were there so many people? Why were they all dudes? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So my ex was a musician and I think, I mean, I don't want to name 
everyone's name. Everyone was in the music industry. Okay, got so it. So it was just like, I didn't even know that it was weird. I do remember walking up to the apartment and then one of the other guys that we were living with, Rob, I came out of the car and I had a mop with me because I'm half Asian. And I was just like, oh, this is the first thing you need in an apartment is you need to clean the floors. <laughs> and he saw me get out of like whatever car it was. And he was like, I'm gonna like you. Aww. And also this is at a time. Do you remember when like people did loft beds? Yes. I don't know if that's still a thing. Is that still a thing? I think so. Yes. Me and my guy at the time, we had the biggest bedroom and then the closet was attached to our bedroom and someone slept in it on a loft bed and would have to walk from our bedroom to just even enter or exit his bedroom. And I didn't think it was weird. I like no, did not think no, it was weird. No, not at all. That's such a typical New York City apartment. And it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny thinking about when you're so young. I don't know how this has never come up two seasons in, but my first apartment, it was $500 a month in Brooklyn. We didn't have a sink in our bathroom. Yeah. The only sink was in the kitchen. <laughs> Every time you like had to go to the bathroom or take a shower or whatever, you had to come into the kitchen to brush your teeth and then like go back or you had to go wash your hands in the oh kitchen and then go back in there. It was at the time. I remember like when they showed us the apartment, you know, they showed us I'm like, oh, where's the sink? Oh, no, no, no it's in the kitchen. And we we're like, okay, yeah, sounds sounds about right. Thank you. You know, like when you're just so young. It's like kind of all normal when you first move here. You literally just have blinders on and you're like, I have a place in New York. Give me the keys. Mm -hmm. Blinders are off now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're old and we have lots of opinions. Yes, Okay, exactly. so we know the second question is always, why did you move to New York? And we covered that a bit. Mm -hmm. The modeling industry, yeah. a bit of this boy that maybe you liked. I kind of always ask as a follow-up to this when we sort of know the why, but why do you think it was in New York over, like you were saying, Italy, Milan, Paris? I don't know if there's a big modeling scene in LA, but mm -hmm. what made it New York? That's actually a really good question. There was probably like a brief period where I didn't think it was going to be New York. I was like, I want to live in Hong Kong. I was I was actually ping-ponging between New York and Hong Kong a lot. And then I was like, oh my God, people in Hong Kong, I can't do it. I just know it's New York. There was something about New York that I just fell in love with. Every time I got on the plane, I'd be like driving. And as soon as I saw the skyline, it, my heart would like settle. This is the feeling. This is like the feeling of being home. The people, the places, the mom and pops, the energy, something like uniquely special about the city, even all the other places I've traveled, I could never find it. Better, smarter people than I have tried to put into words what that is. Yeah. And it's just something that you can't always explain. It's just it. It's the best city in the world. I don't know. I'm always, yes. I'm always trying to sell it. That's exactly it. And I totally agree with you. It's a feeling. It, I, you can't explain the feeling. It's just, it's the feeling. It's palpable how much you love this city. So I have to ask you the most important question of the show. And that is, Jen, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York? So it was two years into like me living here. I was still kind of baby. And it was the 15th anniversary vice party. On Halloween. I just can already tell this is going to be. Oh my God. So it was 2000. I, I even had to fact check this. It was like 2009 and this, and it was at a warehouse in Williamsburg on North 10th. I don't even remember. This actually might've been my first time going to Williamsburg. Oh, really? It was like this party. Were you yes. coming from and Park Slope or were you in another area? I was coming from, oh, I would have probably been coming from Park Slope. But I think I like, we met, so I went with Todd and Brian, my guy at the time, Todd, and then my friend Brian. And we went from, Brian lived on Bleecker Street. 
And then we would have went from there into, I think we would have taken the owl probably into Waynesburg. And I love Halloween. So I made like my own costume and it was essentially, it was just essentially a sheet, a pink sheet where I put big white puffy things on it to make it look like eyes. And I drew a big like mouth. So I was a pink version of Cookie Monster. I thought that was so cool. I'm like going to the spice party in like a full bed sheet that was pink looking like Cookie Monster. I love that. I know. I just love the scene, which I think every New Yorker knows so well is Halloween on the subway of just like you in this pink made up cookie monster thing. And just like, man, sitting there right in the L train to Williamsburg for the first time. Okay. Sorry. So you get to the party. Hey, so we get there and like, I remember we get there and the line was literally around the corner and we're like, well, we don't wait. There's no waiting. <laughs> I don't remember. I was texting Brian this. I was like, I don't remember how we got in and someone like came out and propped the door for us. Someone that we knew like inside came out and propped the door for us. Oh, awesome. We go, we don't let anyone see us that we're going into the sink. Okay, you're, we're on, this is the vice party. I like fact check. They spent like something like $250,000 for this party. Holy shit. And this is like in 2009. Yeah. A huge fucking warehouse. And we walk in and there's like Colt 45s everywhere like the dream (laughs) and then we walk in and there's skaters and there's like a skate park literally like in in this in the middle of this party oh my gosh so that happens and we're like this is really cool and crazy but in bigger context the real reason we were there was because jesus lizard and bad brains were playing so we go through this i think i drank a lot of colt 45s and i'm also still in my like pink cookie monster <laughs> outfit which is so you're like lifting worst. up the sheet to lifting like- up <laughs> lifting up lifting up lifting up drinking lifting up drinking lifting up drinking but then i can't remember i think bad brains played no bad brains played first wait who's bad brains i don't know who that is is this bad? Oh my God. They're so bad brains is a punk, kind of like a punk, punk, punk band. <laughs> so they start playing, and then I think everyone starts kind of like bouncing in a mosh pit. And then I see like this guy who's dressed as a mummy somehow like flies off of something and he's on these poles because you're in a warehouse. <laughs> And he's just like swinging on these poles. It was crazy. Oh my God. Dressed it was, as a mummy. It was crazy. So anyway, there were a few Colt 45s that happened. And I'm like, I can't wear this costume anymore. This costume is like the death of me. So I take the whole thing off and then I stuff it inside my shirt. And I just look like a pregnant lady drinking <laughs> Colt 45. You're like, like bam, all night. new costume. Great. <laughs> new costume. And then as this was going on and as we're all sitting there drinking and I'm like drinking these drinks, a number of people like came up to me and they were like, that's not cool. Oh God. I think they really thought I was pregnant, <laughs> but I wasn't. Was, but I just remember this being such a fun, crazy night. And this was my first time of going to this like foreign land of Williamsburg mm-hmm. before Williamsburg was Williamsburg, even though that was probably like the most original time of Williamsburg into this crazy party that so many people were like lining up to get into watching like two amazing bands perform for free and thinking that 
I like ruled the planet drinking Colt 45s. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we got home at like 3 or 4 a.m. And then we did brunch probably like 3 p.m. the next day. I think this is the party everyone wishes they could go to. And there's just so many like little nuggets in there. I just, I don't know why, but I love you being in this costume and take a drink, lift it up, take a drink. It's so yeah. that time. It's so that age, like sneaking in. Do you think you guys went anywhere else afterward? I guess not. Like you probably went home and that was it. You must have taken a taxi home the most important part is that you went out you had a blast in new york you had fun you remember a good amount of it and i don't know to me it's just such a new york story you know going out when you're here exploring a new neighborhood going and sneaking into a party having a great time it's a perfect new york story i'm so glad you had so much fun and i love it so thanks for sharing it <gasps> thanks for having me on to oh, oh no and you're talk. you're still here you're still here we're still going oh, because i have to ask are. you <laughs> i love this i, love I have this. to ask you the last and final question of the show and that is what is your favorite thing about new york the people i see it when like i ride the subway i see it when i go into bodegas when i go to the parks diversity creativity I really feel that energy when I'm around all these people. And something about just being with all these super talented and amazing people is really what makes this city so special. I say this every single time. People must be so annoyed by this point. A, mm -hmm. a lot of people say the people, but everyone has their spin on it. And yours mm -hmm. is your own spin, which you're really hitting me with. We're all here to, to create something or make something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's mm -hmm. such a special way to word it, because even if you're not the most creative person, you know, maybe you're here to work on Wall Street or maybe you're mm -hmm. here to build buildings or I don't know. You're still creating something and making something that is making this city what it is. And I, I don't know. I love that. I think it's a great way to put it. I love it. I love it. We're like so in tune with like how we love the city. It feels great. People either love it or can't stand it. But for me, I hope everyone who's listening loves it as much as we do. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for your great story. Thank you for your great illustrations that you're bringing to everyone in New York City and for all of the other incredible work you're doing. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. I'm so glad you slid into my emails. <laughs> in a professional manner <laughs> very very professional thank you so much and of course most of all thanks new york they had fun <laughs> <laughs>